0: Hello, hello, small business growth family. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Welcome, welcome to another episode today. We're going to be talking all about farmers markets, makers markets. You can use it for holiday markets, um, trade shows, festivals, pop-up shops, whatever that may be. Basically, anywhere that you are going to take your products And make a booth or a table or something for people to come and shop at. So whatever that may look like for you, for your specific business, whatever the event is, that is what we are talking about today. Um, We're going to talk about the main number one mistake that I see that these people are making and in what areas you need to be strategizing around that. Now today we're going to go, we can't go into too much detail on here because there is so much information that I can share. And honest, honestly, a lot of visuals are super helpful. So what I am doing is I am hosting a sold out market season workshop on April 25th. So if you are listening to this before April 25th at 7.30 Central Standard Time, we will be doing this live workshop at 7.30 April 25th. At Central Standard Time. It is a Monday night. And if you want all of the nitty gritty details about everything that we're talking about today, click the link in the show notes, claim your spot. I'm only opening a certain amount of spots because I want to make sure it is intimate. You will get a guided questions workbook for before the, the workshop, as well as during the workshop, you will get the one hour training with a re- replay. So you can always have them as well as I'll do a long Q and a at the end. So if that's something that you're interested and you want nitty gritty information of how to maximize your sales at your at your market. So your booth and your pricing structure and all of the things that we are about to talk about, as well as how to convert those people into long-term customers. A lot of times I hear that oh my gosh, when people see my booth, they are so excited, they love my products, and I can sell to people when they're right in front of me, but I can't convert them to online customers. I don't understand why my online Online sales aren't really working well. You actually have so many thousands of people right in front of you passing by your booth, you might as well make the most of it. If you are not coming back to your social media and having an influx of followers, more orders online, You need more strategy. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about some information on markets today, but we are truly just scratching the surface today. So if you want more information like this episode, click the link in the show notes and join us for this sold out market season workshop on April 25th. I'm so excited. It's only $47. So the amount of money that you need to, the amount of more sales you're going to make is going to pay for this workshop, a tenfold, um... Yeah, so let's hop on in. So the main areas that you should have strategy around right now in your market season booth um, is, first of all, your booth setup. You would be so surprised how much the tweaks of where you have your product set up, if your pricing is showing, if the tag is showing, all of those things, you'll be so surprised how much retail merchandising psychology there actually is in a booth. We are looking at adding height and dimension and interest into your booth to get people to come flocking to your booth. I would definitely recommend having more so, so you're supposed to build up, build up in your market booth because what you don't want to do is you don't want it all to be at the same level. Adding height and dimension, especially when you are working in a smaller space, is going to be really important. Um, So there is so many small little tweaks that we will talk about in that workshop with the booth setup. Um, Your pricing structure and pricing variability Now, we want to make sure that we have pricing that is fit for everybody. So we want to make sure that we have a variety of pricing. Now, if you are a handmade artist, you may have a more luxury price, and that is absolutely okay. But I would start brainstorming some ways that you can have things at a lower price point to try to attract a lot of people Um, where that may start is that might start with stickers that might start with whatever greeting cards with your art on it, something like that. Um, but that is just having that pricing variability there. You do need a strategy around those different things, having a variety of price points for a lot of different people to shop. That's the same thing. If you do have a brick and mortar store as well is it's a good idea to have things at a higher price point as well as a lower price point for all different types of shoppers. That's a huge retail merchandising, um, tip and trick is to definitely have a variety variability in your pricing. And because you are probably either, handmaking or put a, putting a lot of tender love and care into your products you should price and you should be able to a lot of people are like, when you go to farmer's markets, you need to price to sell. You need to, you need to have discounts. You need to discount things because people want like a market discount. Absolutely not. You are hand-making these things and you can share your value at a farmer's market just fine. And you should never devalue your products. That's with all of social media on brick and mortar online, whatever. That doesn't mean that you need to have a discount to make people buy our discounts and sales and promotions are really great way to incentivize shoppers. Absolutely. But they should not be the only way that you are getting people to buy from you. There are so many other ways to incentivize shoppers than just discounting your products and devaluing your products. Um, so, at booths and at your markets, do not feel like you have to discount, but you should have some sort of um, strategy behind your product suite and your pricing structure and kind of the mix of those things. Um, how to convert people to lifelong customers. Again, the biggest problem that I see with people at markets is I see people saying that, well, when I'm at a market, I like people are so excited about my product, they're buying it all over the place. Like, it's the only time that I really feel like I have consistent sales. And that's because you you're bringing your audience to like you're, the market is bringing an audience to you. But if you aren't seeing online consistent sales, you are getting a huge amount of people in front of you. You want a, you want your booth to stand out. B you want, um, to convert these people onto your social media or onto another platform, and whether that's Instagram or a Facebook group or an email list or something like that, you need to convert them into lifelong customers and how you can do that. A lot of times when we kind of put a strategy around these areas for markets, my clients actually come home and they'll have online sales from people that saw them at the market and just didn't see something at the market that they wanted, but they wanted to online shop. People just sometimes prefer to shop online for certain things. So they need to know that you have an online shop there. So you need a strategy around how to convert all of the exposure that you're seeing that of people that are seeing you into lifelong online repeat customers. Uh, the next one is how to get more people to stop at your booth. Again, we're looking for eye catching, but we are looking for clean and clear. A lot of times bright colors do do really well, depending on the maker's market you are at. You do need to know the audience of your market, um, in order to really know. However, this might sound overwhelming right now. However, It really does not have to be. And with a strategy just around your booth setup in general, um, you can really know how to get more people to stop at your booth. And kind of like I was talking about before, you want dimension, you want height, you want color, you want to stand out from everybody else. Um, And something that I definitely do recommend if you are doing markets is to go to the market if you are at all possible or to look up photos from years in the past or look up different um, videos or photos. A lot of times they do have some sort of videographer or show video or farmer's market overhaul or something that shows what the style and the vibe is of that market. So, um, and last but not least is your opening statement or your like sales pitch to people when they're talking to you, depending on your business. So like I used to do trade shows all the time for my family's business we have a adventure resort in northeastern wisconsin we do whitewater rafting zip lining paintballing all of the things so we would go to a lot of wedding shows because we do a ton of bachelor and bachelorette parties my friends i have been to more bachelor and bachelorette parties of people that i do not know at this point (laughs) because of these trade shows because i made such a connection with people through my opening statements and my sales pitches that when they came they were like, Hey, like, let's hang out. I want to like, let's chat. Let's do all of these things. So that opening, that opening statement, if you're selling a product, you guys know, I'm not a pushy salesperson. Even if you are DMing me about working with me, I'm not going to be this like pushy sleazy salesperson. I will never teach you pushy sleazy sales, like very heart centered and transformation centered sales is what we're talking about here. And, but you do need, a sales pitch or an opening statement that when people are shopping at your booth to really pack a punch. Like we want people to be intrigued and excited and have a short, concise, clear information that they need to know in order to get them to want to buy. And that is really what we're looking for. So booth setup, pricing structure and variability, product suite, uh kind of the mixture between your product suite and your pricing structure, that perfect blend to really if you can master those two things, the blend of those of your pricing structure and your product suite, you can really double your sales quickly. How to convert these people to lifelong customers, how to get more people to stop at your booth and your sales pitch. Now, these are all things that we are going to cover in depth in that workshop that I was talking about. We're going to give a complete strategy on All of those things pretty much mapped out. So again, it's the link in the show notes. I, we will be doing that for an hour plus time. So I can't get into too much detail on the podcast, but those were some nuggets. Those are the things that you need to have a strategy around. And the reason that you really need to have a strategy for your market season is because it's marketing. Your markets are marketing. You are representing your business in a huge way. It is your brand. You need to be brand centered as well as you are paying. Sometimes you are paying to be there to get a ton of exposure. You are leaving money on the table. If you are not strategizing what you're doing, honestly, I might be a little biased here, but you guys need a strategy around really everything that you're doing. You need to have at least intention and purpose around it. And I'm sure you guys are racking your brains to try to figure it out. Um, and you might be doing your markets and being like, honestly, I love them. And I love my booth setup, but there's little things that you, can tweak like this biggest mistake that we're about to talk about that you could really make a big difference in your sales just from like a psychology standpoint, as well as so many other things, just consumer behavior and all of that. I've taken tons and tons of courses on all of this, and I'm going to concise it all down into the practical information that you need to know. And we're going to put it in this workshop to basically kind of ease your mind. We're going to have a workbook in there to really not make it overwhelming for you. Um, And for forty seven dollars, it's kind of a no brainer because you're going to make that money back in literally the first show that you make with these little changes. So link in the show notes if you want to do that. But we're going to talk about the biggest mistake that I see people making at trade shows. Honestly, this can be in your brick and mortar store as well. Anywhere that people are visually shopping. The reason that you always have to, when you're in a store, and I know it's a pain in the booty, but when you're in a store, and you're shopping and you have to like dig for the tag somewhere. You're like digging for the tag to try to figure out the price. That is actually strategic because you are falling in love. You're grabbing that cardigan at Target and you're like, oh, my God, I need this immediately. I want this. This is yep. This is already in my cart. Okay, let me check the price. You have already sold yourself on this cardigan. You've already put a preconceived notion out there that like, okay, no matter what this price is, I pretty much love it. Like I've tried it on. I've already put it on. I've looked at myself in the mirror. Now I'm, I'm pretty sold. And obviously there's, and so really the biggest mistake that I see that people are making at trade shows is having their pricing out. Before people have even really checked out their products, and a lot of times they'll be on like little table tents. It will be on the front of like of like an earring, um, like those little earring papers that you like stick earrings in. I guess I don't know the technical term of those, but like the little paper that you like stick earrings through. They'll have the pricing right on the front. You should not be showing your prices when they see your product initially. Now, your prices should be accessible and easily accessible. However, you want them to really fall in love with your product prior to actually knowing what the pricing is. Now, will you get the people that will have sticker shock? Yes, absolutely. But that is why we are doing that opening statement. You have kind of your booth set up in order to have that pricing. Now, when people are at markets or trade shows or anything like that, if you have a luxury price, People there value art a little differently than just like your average consumer. They're obviously there because they see value in the people and the different um, booths and art and small business because they're clearly there for a reason. So I would rather somebody have sticker shock from looking at your product, looking at your mug and being like, oh, my God, I'm in love with this. I love this. And then looking and being like, shoot, I can't afford it but let me look and this is why pricing structure in your product suite is so important because if they get sticker shock from one of your main statement items, there should be other items around. So the biggest mistake that you that people are making out there is showing your prices when they initially see your product, your prices should be accessible. Do not have your stuff unmarked. Everything should have a price attached to it somewhere. However, It doesn't have to be initially like you don't want people to walk by and be able to see your pricing. You want it to be something that they have to fall in love with your product first. Now, market season is so much fun. And honestly, I miss doing it for my family's business. I have done this for all sorts of things. I have had all sorts of businesses throughout the years. I used to make bracelets and all of the things when I was a teenager and I would do little markets like this. My mom used to make hats and cards and all sorts of stuff. So I have done my fair share of in-person selling at farmer's markets. I've done courses and all sorts of stuff and we also do have a retail store at my family's company so we've done a lot of retail merchandising um trainings and things like that and testing in our own store to see what works. And that is really what we're going to go into in this workshop that I am so excited to give you. It is the Sold Out Market Season workshop going to be happening on April 25th at 7:30 Central Standard Time. Um, It's a Monday night. You're gonna get a replay if it doesn't work, but you will get all of these strategies in detail in that workshop. And I'm so excited to see you there. I launched it to my Facebook group on Tuesday and we had like 10 people in right away. People are super excited for it. And if you are ready, if this is your first market season ever, because I know COVID has kind of thrown off some of the markets and some people haven't been able to do them, this is perfect for you as well. We're basically going to map out the perfect strategy for you to be as profitable as possible. Now I know these markets are long. Sometimes you're on your feet for like 12 hours. Sometimes they're like five days long. I know they can be long. So you might as well make the most out of it by having a proper strategy to be profitable and efficient. So a lot of times the results that people see my clients, this is something I talk about with all my clients and product to profit as well. A lot of times what people see is they see an increase in average cart value. They see an overall increase in sales immediately. They see people, they see an increase in their followers from people seeing them at a, at a market and wanting more from them. They see people seeing them at a market and then purchasing from them that night. Um, they'll have people that purchase from them at the market and then come home and make their second purchase. That's what we're looking for. We want these people to be lifelong customers. So if this is something you're interested in, click the show notes below. I'm only allowing a certain amount of people inside. I am filming this a few days early, so I am, um, I can't give you an update, but if you want the update, go check me out on Instagram at this is Madison page. And I will have an update on how many seats I have left on my, um, on my story. Goodness, Maddie. So I hope you are having a wonderful day. I hope that this was a little helpful for you and got piqued your interest a little bit. And if you are interested in wanting more, click that link below, hang out with me on Instagram at this is Madison Page, and I will see you inside that training.